McMash Patty Wash. McMash Patty Wash. Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. We're doing it. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Today is day 170. 170. 170. Isaiah 13 and 14 is part of our reading today. It's the entirety of our reading today. It so, is the entirety yeah. of our reading today. Yeah. Yes, you're right, Eric. Thanks for that clarification. No problem. I just didn't want the people at home to be confused. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, well, if it's all the same to you, Chip, I'd well, like to start. Well, let's start. Whatever you do, <laughs> make sure you raise raise a flag on, on the hilltop. Yeah. Thank you. I will. Thank you. That's what I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should anything else be up on that hilltop? Uh, nothing else. No, just just a signal flag just, and nothing it. else. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it, Derek. Yes. What if I raise a signal flag on a different hilltop that's, like, got other things on it? Would you be equally satisfied by that or no? No. No. I would not. I would not be happy. Yeah, I'd be furious. I would just be furious. People don't understand. They don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. I know they don't know what's happening. They have no idea. Okay. But they will. Allison has said that, so we're working on getting translated into 23 different languages right now, according to Allison. She's, she's working She's on getting that. that set up. But also she said that she is going to try to get us translated into semaphore code, which is the thing with the flags that you see, like sometimes with like boats and airplanes and really? stuff. So yeah, so that makes perfect sense that we would raise a banner. Okay. So yeah, semaphore code is very important to Allison. She has a real passion for it. Yeah, she could even spell it. Yeah. More than I can say. Okay, me too. Isaiah, son of Amoz, received this message concerning the destruction of Babylon. Raise a signal flag on a bare hilltop. Call up an army against Babylon. Wave your hand to encourage them as they march into the palaces of the high and mighty. I, the Lord, have dedicated these soldiers for this task. Yes, I have called mighty warriors to express my anger, and they will rejoice when I am exalted. Hear the noise on the mountains. Listen as the vast armies march. It is the noise and shouting of many nations. The Lord of Heaven's armies has called this army together. They come from distant countries, from beyond the farthest horizons. They are the Lord's weapons to carry out his anger. With them, he will destroy the whole land. Scream in terror, for the day of the Lord has arrived. The time for the Almighty to destroy. Every arm is paralyzed with fear. Every heart melts, and people are terrified. Pangs of anguish grip them like those of a woman in labor. They look helplessly at one another, their faces aflame with fear. For see, the day of the Lord is coming, the terrible day of his fury and fierce anger. The land will be made desolate and all the sinners destroyed with it. The heavens will be black above them. The stars will give no light. The sun will be dark when it rises and the moon will provide no light. I, the Lord, will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their sin. I will crush the arrogance of the proud and humble the pride of the mighty. I will make people scarcer than gold, more rare than fine gold of Ophir. For I will shake the heavens, the earth will move from its place, when the Lord of heaven's armies displays his wrath in the day of his fierce anger. Everyone in Babylon will run about like a hunted gazelle, like sheep without a shepherd. They will try to find their own people and flee to their own land. Anyone who is captured will be cut down, run through with the sword. Their little children will be dashed to death before their eyes. Their homes will be sacked and their wives will be raped. Look, I will stir up the Medes against Babylon. They cannot be tempted by silver or bribed with gold. The attacking armies will shoot down the young men with arrows. They will have no mercy on helpless babies. 
and will show no compassion for children. Babylon, the most glorious of kingdoms, the flower of Chaldean pride, will be devastated like Sodom and Gomorrah when God destroyed them. Hmm. Babylon will never be inhabited again. It will remain empty for generation after generation. Nomads will refuse to camp there, and shepherds will not bed down their sheep. Desert animals will move into the ruined city, and houses will be haunted by howling creatures. Owls will live among the ruins. The wild goats will go there to dance. Hyenas will howl in its fortresses, and jackals will make dens in its luxury, luxurious palaces. Babylon's days are numbered. Its time of destruction will soon arrive. But the Lord will have mercy on the descendants of Jacob. He will choose Israel as a special people once again. He will bring them back to settle once again in their own land, and people from many different nations will come and join them there and unite with the people of Israel. The nations of the world will help the people of Israel to return, and those who come to live in the Lord's land will serve them. Those who captured Israel will themselves be captured, and Israel will rule over its enemies. In that wonderful day, when the Lord gives the people rest from the sorrow, from sorrow and fear, from slavery and chains, you will taunt the king of Babylon. You will say this, The mighty man has been destroyed. Yes, your insolence is ended. For the Lord has crushed your wicked power and broken your evil rule. You struck the people with endless blows of rage and held the nations in your angry grip with unrelenting tyranny. But finally the earth is at rest and quiet. Now it can sing again. Even the trees of the forest, the cypress trees and the cedars of Lebanon, sing out this joyous song. Since you have been cut down, no one will come now to cut us down. In the place of the dead, there is excitement over your arrival. The spirits of world leaders and mighty kings long dead stand up to see you. With one voice, they all cry out, Now you are as weak as we are. Your might and power were buried with you. The sound of the harp in your palace has ceased. Now maggots are your sheet and worms your blanket. How you are fallen from heaven, O shining star, son of the morning. You have been thrown down to the earth, you who destroyed the nations of the world. For you said to yourself, I will ascend to heaven and set my throne above God's stars. I will preside on the mountain of the gods far away in the north. I will climb to the highest heavens. And be like the Most High. Instead, you will be brought down to the place of the dead, and down to its lowest depths. Everyone there will stare at you and ask, Can this be the one who shook the earth and made the kingdoms of the world tremble? Is this the one who destroyed the world and made it into a wasteland? Is this the king who demolished the world's greatest cities and had no mercy on his prisoners? The kings of nations lie in stately glory, each in its own t- in his own tomb. But you will be thrown out of your grave like a worthless branch. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will be dumped into a mass grave with those killed in battle. You will descend to the pit. You will not be given a proper burial, for you have destroyed your nation and slaughtered your people. The descendants of such an evil person will never again receive honor. Kill this man's children. Let them die because of their father's sins. They must not rise and conquer the earth, filling the world with their cities. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. I myself have risen against Babylon. I will destroy its children and its children's children, says the Lord. I will make Babylon a desolate place of owls filled with swamps and marshes. I will sweep the land with broom of destruction. I, the Lord of Heaven's armies, have spoken. Okay, in the next section here. The Lord of Heaven's armies has sworn this oath. It will all happen as I have planned. It will be as I have decided. I will break the Assyrians when they are in Israel. I will trample them on my mountains. People will no longer be their slaves nor bow down under their heavy loads. I have a plan for the whole earth, a hand of judgment upon all the nations. The Lord of heaven's armies has spoken. Who can change his plans? When his hand is raised, who can stop him? This message came to me the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken, that the king who attacked you is dead. For from the snake, a more poisonous snake will be born, a fiery serpent to destroy you. 
I will feed the poor in my pasture. The needy will lie down in peace. But as for you, I'll wipe you out with the famine and destroy the few who remain. Wail at the gates. Weep in the cities. Melt with fear, you Philistines. A powerful army comes like a smoke from the north. Each soldier rushes forward, eager to fight. What shall we tell the Philistine messengers? Tell them, the Lord has built Jerusalem. Its walls will give refuge to his oppressed people. And, and that, that is our reading today. today. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that was a good example of that ultimate fulfillment, initial fulfillment, talking about, you know, Satan and this king. But also that yeah. was a good example of how these things don't aren't always recorded in chronological order. The part where I said, this is the next section. Yeah. It obviously <laughs> jumped way back in time. Way back. So it's not always in chronological order. Just so you know, can't read it that way. But okay. one way you can read it yep. is with certain questions in mind. You can. You can read it with the question, so what? So and what? where's Jesus? Yeah. But this year. This year is a different set of questions, Eric. You could read it with these questions in mind. What does this tell us about God? Mm-hmm. What does this tell us about us? Mm-hmm. And then you could say, wait a second. I know what it says about God now. And I know what it says about me now. What should I do with all that information? So Chip. What does this tell us about God? This tells me that God keeps his promises to his people. Mm-hmm. Now, he does keep his promises to his people to punish them. Yep. But we also see here that he um, keeps his promises to his people to bless them. You know, he even talks about having mercy on the descendants of Jacob. You know, after all that, after mm-hmm. all the trouble and all the stuff that, you know, he's going to bring them all back together and, and have mercy on them and bless them. And... Um, immensely in incredible ways because God keeps his promises, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and so I think it's important to, to recognize that, that, uh, we, he can be trusted. He keeps his promises and we should keep, uh, take him for, take him at his word. Yeah. I think that's very true. I think another thing is if we are God's people, this is what it says to me about us. If we're God's people, we share the same enemies as God. And if we share the same enemies as mm-hmm. God, then we share the victory that God has because he mm. is also promising to yep. get rid of not just like, oh, hey, here's the people that are persecuting now or here's the people who hate me. He is getting rid of uh, world leaders yep. who oppress people. He is Calm. getting rid of Satan himself. He's getting rid of Satan's children. Yep. He's getting, I mean, like it's gone. He's wiping all of that out. And when he does, yep. it'll just be us and him. Hmm. And so I think that we, if we share the heart of God, if we are the people of God, we share the enemies of God. And if we share the enemies of God, then we share the victory of God because he will overcome those enemies as he's promised. That's good. So yeah. what do we do with that? Well, I think it's important to focus on the victory. Exactly. I think yeah. if you live today mm-hmm. like you have eternal victory, then there's nothing that can defeat you. And that is the message of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. over and over again. Right. I, I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. What, you know, so like... I think it's important to remember that... I know you know this, but some people get so caught up in the power of positive thinking and and you can make you can do anything you want. You can be whatever you want to be. But the victory isn't what we do. Right. It's what he has done. And we claim that victory and we live in that victory and we follow his path, mm-hmm. his plan... And that's the victory. It's his victory, not our victory. It's his victory that has overcome the world. Yeah, I'm not saying you have no, no. victory over. No, this is that's yeah. good. You don't have. We don't have victory over 
ailments and diseases and poverty and those things. No, we have victory over over eternal death. We have victory over our sin through Christ. We have principalities victory. and powers. Yeah, exactly. Kingdoms. That's the victory that we have, and it's so much bigger than oh, okay, cool. So. Like you said, and now I can have all the things I want, or I can earn yeah. this, or I can do that. Mm-hmm. It's so much bigger than that. What it what it is is you get to join in the work that God is doing in this world. You get to be His hands and His feet. You get to like take part in shaping eternity. I say that all the time. Shaping eternity. There are people in your life that you can bring into eternity mm-hmm. by can you know by sharing the gospel with them. And convincing them that it is worth it by through your life, showing them it is worth it to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah. And that can change eternity completely because then they go out and they do that mm-hmm. and they share the victory and they bring more people onto the victorious side. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And, and I know many of us have people in our life will be like, there's just no way they're going to do it. There's no way they'll turn it around. Mm-hmm. And, and they can't really. Um, God can do the work right. in them. So I think right. what we need to do is we need... We need to declare victory for them, mm-hmm. and it's by faith. And maybe we never even tell them, but we just pray for them, and we look for opportunities to share with them. But we we give them over to the Lord. And, and I know many of, many of you have people like that that desperately need Jesus, and you're just like, there's no way. I would I would um, declare victory in their name, mm-hmm. you know, through prayer, and ask God to save them and do the impossible and the improbable, and that He's good at that. Oh yeah, He's the best. Yeah. I have a feeling there's more than one person out there who thought I was that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, that's true. if God can save me, mm-hmm. then I don't put limits on anyone else. Nope. Yeah, absolutely. No true. limits. I absolutely. like Absolutely. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for joining us today. So good. It was day one something, 171, I think. Well, Eric, let's just double check here. 169. No, 170 today, Eric. Oh, okay. 170. Uh, yeah, I'm living in the future. Yeah, you guys are 170 people. I'm 171. Yeah. You know, I'm well, I'm way ahead. Tomorrow will be 171. That's what you think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty pretty sure. You're pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great day today. Be sure to hug your family members. Oh. Okay. That's nice. Yeah. It's a no. good thing. All right. Goodbye. Bye.